0: Jonesy and Amanda. Jam Nation. I would have liked to have played this one, Brave, oh. but it goes too long. It's five times Oh, she does we just, go on. Well, we don't have the right. time. She, but she does we go on. I love that she goes on. <laughs> You're here well we want you to talk about
1: your new book called Unsung, which is just filled with art and lyrics and your beautiful handwriting and your wonderful stories. This all came about because of COVID. Yes, and just to roll it back just a little bit before COVID, um, the the tour that I'm on now is My Life is a Symphony. I had recorded with the Melbourne Symphony and we'd recorded the track, all of the tracks, excuse me, multiple tracks, in the week before COVID. And I never got before to put shutdown, the Before shutdown, yeah, you mean? Yeah, exactly. So, exactly, that sounded weird, before shutdown. Mm. and um, And so I was lamenting the fact that I may never get that album up and running. It was one of those opportunities, a pop act working with the MSO, 70-plus orchestra, mm. of my own original work. It was a big triumph and then this huge letdown. Mm. So the book is an addendum. It's actually something that I was writing during COVID, as a, and every chapter is listed from every track from the album. It was a little bit like, well, if it, if it all goes away, this is what I'll have to tell Hmm. That was what I thought. That's why it was called Unsung. But you have got to sing it and, and release to, it. Well, I've got to more than sing it. I'm slaying, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you no, are. <laughs> you are. No, well... <laughs> you really are. Sold-out No, no, shows. I, I, Amazing. I'm saying that, Tangji. But we did actually only plan to do one show with the MSO at Hamer Hall, which was... And then it sold out. It was like one of those great stories where then it, it then sold out the next and then the next, yeah. and then suddenly we started putting it across every state, which we're still in the middle of doing now. Um, I think we've got Queensland, Perth, and then I end at the Sydney Opera House oh, in January. This is with great. the Sydney know, Symphony orchestra? orchestra? Yeah. What no, is- actually, it's um, they're putting another orchestra together. I'm still just across all of that. They're learning their instruments now. Well, that's right. <laughs> Do you know what well, people don't really realise that a symphony album, you have to play with different symphonies. Like, I don't think general public understand you can't take a symphony with you.
0: Much as I'd love to, mm.
1: but they're very. Well, There'd be a lot of
0: catering. That'd be expensive. there's
1: a, It's like herding cats. That, that's seventy plus individuals who may or may not want to yeah. go to Sydney that week. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to rehearse with different ones every time. Oh yes.
0: Yeah right. And and who is the most loose in the symphony? Out of which all instrument? of the instruments,
1: always. I would like to say that the percussionist who plays like the symphony, the drummers, they sit centre and they are actually the rock for which everything in my opinion mm. as a, as an artist because i'm i come in uh, the culture is very formal and i'm a pop artist these mm. are my own original songs it's a big punt and and i can always glance up and have a gentle wink or a, it's going to be okay from the timpani player oh, right. <laughs> everyone right. else is engaged in yep. in the hardcore business of symphonic music and sure. it is the arrangements are really deep and, and they're really put to task. It's not like we've just done three chords and, you know, Roscoe Irwin is a very, very fine virtuosic arranger. And
0: mm. But, the but they, timpani look grumpy. Guy, they look grumpy, They can guys.
1: tend to look very engaged. Yeah, so
0: you go to the timpani guy, but they look grumpy, but you're a you're drummer. Right. I've seen you play the drums. You're a very accomplished <laughs> drummer. Uh, and I, this is an experience, like it's a money-can't-buy experience. I was hosting a thing Kate was performing. Yeah, she that's... gets on the kit and I'm standing behind her. I'm going holy cow you are a great drummer it will never happen again
1: so that was a very you were very sort of good situated. i thought you were great. i had to play i had to play for myself back then um <laughs> because no it's actually a really sweet backstory to it i had a, a throat operation um i write about it in the book actually and i didn't think i'd be singing the same after the operation and in order for my recovery i had to sing at a very lower level volume output and so i got rid of the drummer and I just went on to percussion myself. And then all the band had to just be the
0: volume of what I could output. Right. right. Isn't that right? Oh, okay, so you control because the drums control. Everything. Yeah, okay, yeah. The
1: timpani, because yeah. I told you the timpani's yeah, the right. cherry on the cake and and I was just being the, the, the volume keeper. Was it a scary time? Did you think your voice may not come completely back? It was horrible. Yeah. This is just like, well, you know, this has been my sort of um my only feather to my cap and i was thinking well what will i do if i can't do that and uh and i think we i think a lot of artists have had that sort of existential mm. sort of question what will i be if there's no you yeah. an audience for instance is essential for my my particular craft um a song isn't sung until it's sung to someone that's yeah. how i feel mm. You know, and and if there's not that, and if I'm not being able to do that, what would I do? So yeah, I've I've had many times I've had to consider what ifs and where will I go? Um, and all roads lead to well, they lead to places like painting yeah, and writing, you're beautiful art. That's it, kind and of what you, I do. Yeah, you can
0: draw. You're a bit of a, a triple million threat here. I think
1: they call me a, a Renaissance woman. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> and upper self, it's kind well. of a triple million <laughs> threat.
1: Actually, James Raine called me that, and I've got to yeah. say, I that think it's great. Oh, that's, that's your kind new of LinkedIn sexy. profile. Yeah, Just that the that fact James that he Rain. said anything about me is kind <laughs> of cool. <laughs>
0: Well, Kate, it's always great to talk to you. Unsung is available now from all good books. It's source. a gorgeous book. It's such Thank a you. great book.
1: It's it's very substantial. It feels really sexy in my hands because it's not like... It's sexy. Yeah, it is. It's got texture. It does. Mm. It does. And it's got weight and it's got a little sort of, you know, I don't know, it just feels it, like... It's
0: one of those books you could... This is a book my brother, when he comes around to the house, this oh, is one of the books it. he will take into the toilet. So <laughs> he comes around to my house and he says, I'm just going off to I your bore house. How absorbent to take-
1: the pages, Kate? Well, listen... I. I Actually, just since you mentioned it, I rate my success at outdoor festivals by how many Portaloos are on site. So it kind of works pretty tangential to that. Kate Sobrano. She's an eight portaloo girl. Forget being a Renaissance woman. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Unsung is available now from all good bookstores. Kate, thank you.
1: Thank you for having me.